Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Throwaway X Issues, who says, My 29 male, former friend with benefits 25 female, claims to be pregnant, feels sick, and don't know what to believe. So, a long story ahead. I met a girl two years ago while in Spain. I'm British, she's Russian. We started hooking up. It seemed like something short-term since we're both in Spain for just a few weeks. Anyway, we ended up both living in Spain, albeit in different cities. We met up from time to time, maybe a few times a year over the last two years. On one occasion, a year or so ago, she told me that she loved me. Then when I didn't reciprocate, she acted like she hadn't really meant it. Perhaps it was selfish of me to continue seeing her casually after that, but I did on a few more occasions. There were a few more signs that she had stronger feelings for me than I did for her, but she always subsequently acted like she was okay with our situation. Anyway, we saw each other in mid-June. At the time, she told me she was passing through with friends. Though she subsequently told me that was a lie and she came to my city just to see me. I've since relocated to the UK, her to Russia. We've communicated a little in this time, including getting busy over Skype on a handful of occasions. Earlier this week, she texted me that she had something important to tell me and needed to talk. We had a video call where she told me she'd been pregnant, but had an abortion. I felt a bit empty, but my gut instinct was that it was the right decision. I told her I needed some time to process it. The next day, we spoke again. This time, she was very judgmental about me being okay with the abortion. I can't believe you would agree with me killing our child. I feel so horrible about it, etc. I politely but firmly stated that I continued to feel she had made the right decision and left it there. Finally, tonight she tells me that she didn't have any abortion and that she's three months pregnant with my child. Telling me about a non-existent abortion was like a test to see how I'd react. I've spoken to her enough about doctors and scans to believe that this time she is telling the truth. Although, of course, I want some kind of confirmation that it's real and is mine. She says she's sure about that part. I don't really know what to do now. My dad was never there for me, despite living only a few miles away. And I know I could never do that to my child under any circumstances. But beyond that, how do I get to know a child that lives in another country? How do I change my life to step up and be the person I need to be? I care for the girl, but I can't say that I love her. The thought of moving to Russia, I've never even visited, seems overwhelming. My instinct is that I can't imagine doing it but is not considering it a terrible thing. I feel like I don't know anything. Please send some advice. And you can clearly tell this is from a while ago without the current situation that's going on. And we're going to start off with a deleted user who says, I would bet real actual money that she is not pregnant. 
Tell her to let you know when she wants to get a paternity test and to not contact you until she does. Stop talking to her except through email that you can keep track of. She sounds really unstable. Real says she sounds unstable. I would proceed carefully since she could be trying to manipulate you for money or other reasons. Consider consulting with a lawyer first just to see what your liability is so you know how to respond if she tries to sue you for child support or other expenses later. After that, you would need to follow your gut whether you should go visit there or try to manage the situation from home. Moving to Russia would not be a small undertaking. I wouldn't even consider it as an option until after a DNA test proved it was your baby. Crazy Mike says she's waving all kinds of red flags in your face, dude. She's crazy. Surely you see that. If she's pregnant, you need to get proof it's yours before you make any decisions about moving. If I had to predict your future, it's going to involve a lot of emotional blackmail about this pregnancy. Anytime you say something that displeases her, she'll up the ante. She'll cut off contact, threaten abortion, and maybe even pretend to have a miscarriage so this pregnancy conveniently disappears. Good luck, OP. Hope this works out for you. OP says, I see that our communication was odd, but our explanation of wanting to know how to react, maybe it makes sense on some level. Not wanting to justify it, it was wrong, but trying to see her perspective. What do you see as the multiple red flags? Mother Koss says can't say whether she's pregnant or not, but the fact that she tried to manipulate you with the whole abortion thing is a huge red flag. She's nuts. You need to get proof that she's pregnant if she actually is. If you insist on continuing to communicate with her until this is resolved, do it only through email or some other written format that can be saved. If she is indeed pregnant and does indeed give birth, get a paternity test. OP responds saying it's interesting seeing the common threads in the replies. You're right, the manipulation was unacceptable. I'll be sure to save our chat logs. Thanks for the tip. Waiting until she gives birth to get a paternity test sounds like a horrible five months ahead for me. Not knowing. I'm trying to look at a prenatal testing, but it's not so straightforward. Options with risks. Options that aren't necessarily 100% accurate. I think what's clouding my judgment is my experience with my own father and never wanting to do the wrong thing. Ultimately, I chose to have sex with her. We did use a condom and I know that's no guarantee. And this situation is the consequence of that decision. And one more from Blind Pelican who says, okay, OP, take a few deep breaths. Those are all important questions, but are also very premature. Try to eat this elephant one bite at a time. First thing is to talk to a lawyer and see if there's anything you need to do now. Given that there's two jurisdictions involved, you might have rights or responsibilities that you are not aware of. A paternity test will need to be done given a really troubling exchange with you. There's no telling what's really going on. Wouldn't be the first time a pregnancy was used as subterfuge. So get that established first. Your choices will become clearer once you know more, but for right now, you only have one source of information on the situation and it's not a seemingly reliable one. She lied to you once already. Remember that. So OP updates the post over a year later, which says my original post was just over a year ago and it's finally time for an update. At the time, lots of you saw many red flags that I didn't and you were pretty sure she wasn't actually pregnant. You were right, she wasn't. After telling her I'd only continue talking to her when there was a paternity test, she initially agreed. She then made up more stories about hospital visits, problems with her pregnancy and got angry that I wasn't being supportive. I held my ground and told her I wouldn't communicate further until the paternity test was done. About a week later, she finally admitted it. It had all been a lie to get my attention. I sent her a message asking her to get help and never contact me again and blocked her everywhere. That was over a year ago. 
and I've had occasional messages from other numbers since then, either asking for forgiveness or getting angry with me for not offering forgiveness. I generally ignored them, though she did get in my head once by sending a message that she was so worried she had damaged me and I replied telling her that I'd moved on and forgave her. About two months ago, she texted saying she was visiting the city I live in and wanted to meet up for a chat. I ignored it and blocked the number, didn't think much of it. Then one month ago, while I was on holiday, the receptionist at my work sent me a text. Someone had enrolled in a course in Where I Teach who was asking about me. 27-year-old Russian. Holy shit, it was her. I had to tell my manager the story and she agreed to me taking some extra holiday and working remotely to avoid any unpleasant situation. I received a few texts from her, telling me she had enrolled in that school by coincidence. No chance and finally one to congratulate me on avoiding my idea of hell. Her course finished last week and I found out from social media stalking that she's now in another city. I think and hope that's the end of the story. Thanks for the help, Reddit. And then there were some relevant comments that was onto this one where Opie said, I actually did contact the police, but what had happened wasn't sufficient, especially as a lot of it hadn't happened in this country. I contacted them again if anything else happens, but I'm fairly sure that's the end. Opie says again, I haven't responded to any text for some time. I'm blocking new numbers and archiving the messages. I know about her visa situation. She's limited in how long she can stay here to six months. Although, of course, she could apply for another. I'm hoping the fact that she came all this way without seeing me and that I clearly don't want to see her will be the final nail, but we'll see. As I said in another reply, I've already involved the police, although they weren't particularly helpful. I don't want to defend myself as I know my behavior fell short. However, I absolutely did communicate that I didn't want any more from her than casual sex, and she told me that's what she wanted too. In truth, I knew that wasn't true, but chose to continue seeing her anyway which was poor judgment for sure. Wow, that one took a turn I was not expecting. She turned up. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And our next story comes from the Throwaway156 and does have a little update with it as well. Titled, Am I the Arsehole for Not Getting on a Flight Upon Finding Out That He Put My Kids in Economy? So, my fiancé has three kids from his former marriage. Well, I have two from my former marriage as well. I quit my job to start focusing on getting my degree. He's become the breadwinner, if you will, although I still contribute with my savings. 
I also do 80% of the childcare and chores. Long story short, he wanted me and my kids to attend Thanksgiving with his family who are located across the country and were supposed to go yesterday, ahead of time to get a rental place. He booked our tickets and everything but later, before the flight I found out that he, his kids and myself were put in first class while my two kids, 14 and 10, were put in economy. I was stunned. He acted like it was no big deal and told us it's just for a few hours and the kids could just hang in there for a little while. I asked how he could think this was acceptable and he got mad and said he's the one paying for the tickets then we go by his rules. I immediately turned around and took the kids and made my way out of the airport. He started following us screaming at me to go back but I refused and told him that I no longer felt like spending Thanksgiving with his folks after this. My youngest cried because she never flew without me. He went with his kids. Me and the kids are home. He has not stopped calling trying to berate me and even had his mum text that I needed to get over myself and stop teaching my kids to be spoiled and entitled. She said that the fact that I was willing to miss Thanksgiving with the family over something so trivial shows my real character and personality and mindset or lack thereof. I have not replied but I feel horrible. Am I the arsehole? Should I have just let it slide and just went? In case I wasn't clear, me and the kids left our family slash hometown so we could go celebrate with his family in his hometown. My kids weren't too excited leaving their grandparents for a week or so. Absolutely not going to be the arsehole to me in this situation. And whenever stuff like this comes up, I always think about what your future entails with this person. You know, he's already treating your children as less than. And let's face it, he put them in economy class without your knowledge till you got there. And then the glaring red flag was getting his mother involved as well. I mean, they're all red flags, but whenever the mother gets involved, you know it's just all bad. But Corgwin says, not the arsehole. His kids in first class, your kids in economy. That's a bad sign for the future. And his response is to berate you and your future mother-in-law, calling your kids spoiled and entitled. Even worse. It would not have ended here. I would be done with that relationship. Independent says, no, you are not the arsehole. Either all the kids fly one way or no dice. If you can afford first class for four, you can afford first class for six or all fly economy if you don't want kids to feel entitled. It's clearly shown where your kids rate to him, especially over his kids. You may want to rethink marriage to an arsehole like that. Where my arm ago replied to that saying, notice how not a single one of his excuses or reasons are about money though. Yeah, it's probably unrealistic for most people to afford six first class tickets. But if that's the case, one, It should have been handled better or like you said everyone should have flown economy and two he would have said he couldn't afford it when she found out and got upset none of it was about the cost only my money my decision they can tough it out don't be entitled and spoiled it's not a big deal like this is so clearly not about the money the main tomorrow says not the arsehole your fiance seems to be missing the point it's not that you expected your kids to be in first class but that once everyone else was in first class, it's not okay to put them in economy. I'd be very worried about how he treats your kids in comparison to his own from now on. My brother's widow is remarried to someone who makes a lot of money. I can assure that he treats her kids exactly how he treats his own. And one more from Training Dearest who says not the arsehole. First strike, wrong for him to segregate your kids downwards. Second strike, wrong for him to see minor children away from a parent without the parent's knowledge. Last strike, that he and his mother have teamed up to attack you. That this guy, or his family, doesn't even consider any of his actions wrong and are doubling down instead is a huge red flag. He is not marriage material. 
his sense of entitlement and control along with his poor communication skills will make for a lot more situations like this as your kids grow and transition into adulthood. Sorry you got a bad lemon. No lemonade to be made here. So then OP updated their post which says update. I'm currently getting myself and the kids packed so that we can go stay with my mother. This has happened before in other instances, but I kept thinking to myself, this is not right, but I've invested too much time and effort in this relationship, so maybe this shouldn't get in the way. I try to minimize most situations where I find my kids being put last. Not only that, but he tried to give me an ultimatum regarding getting my degree. And what was my response? This isn't right. I kept making light of it and letting go. Now he's probably bad-mouthing me to the whole family. And so is his mum. Bless her effing heart. The kid and I are leaving. He'll be coming back to an empty home, except he'll find some company with the engagement ring that I took off and left on the nightstand. Distance and some reevaluation is needed right now. Thank you all to reach out with helpful input and perspectives. You're right. My kids come first, and that's what I keep trying to do, and I hope I won't ever fail. Thank you so much for the support. And I think it'd be very interesting, and we might see an update in the future about what happens when he does return. Do you think he'd double down or do you think he'd be remorseful after? I'm not sure if it's going to make any difference either way, but let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Effective Branch 7237 who says, am I the arsehole for telling my wife that her investing losses are not my problem? My 30 male come from a very poor family but my wife is from a very rich one. She started off the marriage with a net worth of $31 million and I started off with $300K in student debt. When we got married, she made me get a prenup that separated her inheritance and got rid of my right to an elective share to it if she dies. In other words, I renounced my spousal right to a third of her separate property if she dies, making her sole beneficiaries her siblings or potential children. My debt and our incomes were also separated. We both got lawyers, hers much more expensive than mine, and notarized the prenup. None of this was a problem for me. As a man, I'm determined to pull myself up by the bootstraps and not rely on my wife's wealth for anything. The only beneficial part of the prenup for me was that our incomes were also now separate, and I earned somewhat higher income than her, and so I was okay with it overall. Five years later, I still don't have a seventh of her current wealth, but her investments haven't been doing great this year either. As a sole crypto investor, things have been going very poorly for her. I'd warned her not to do this, but she invests in a cryptocurrency called Monero, which is down 47% this year. About 5% of her money was not in her wallet and was in the FTX exchange itself, which she lost after FTX went bankrupt recently. She now has a net worth of around $18 million. I don't invest in crypto, but rather in index funds. They've taken a hit this year as well, but based on historical performance, they should go back up eventually. No such guarantee for cryptocurrencies and certainly not for Monero. I came home to her crying the other day after she found out that FTX went bankrupt. I told her that's rough, not in a sarcastic way, and I went upstairs to change. When I got back downstairs, she started bitching and complaining, talking about how nonchalant I was being about her losing money. I pointed out that she's still extraordinarily rich in spite of her poor choices, and that she should stop investing in crypto at any time if she wanted to. Besides, she was the one that wanted to separate everything, so why does she want to make it my problem all of a sudden? Am I the asshole? And we'll start off with Sufficient Cat who says and quotes, 
I came to her crying the other day and after she found out the FTX went bankrupt and I told her that's rough, not in a sarcastic way, and I went to my room to change. And says I don't understand why having separate finances would stop you from being able to comfort her. If my partner said they dropped $20 down a drain pipe, I'd have more sympathy for him than you showed your wife who lost a considerable amount of money. I get she has more, but it still sucks and I don't see why you couldn't sympathize with her. She didn't ask you for money or ask you to solve her problems. She just asked that you give her shit that your wife is having problems. Lock Mama replied to that saying, it's not the separate finances. It's the fact that she doesn't want to let go of any of it, even after death. She can't take it with her. She sounds very selfish. Alien Overlord says, not the asshole. Hey, she wanted to ensure in every way possible that you couldn't touch her precious money. Crypto is the wild west of investment, and if you go there, expect to be the victim of a train robbery. I am not rich. Sometimes I do wonder why some of the silliest people get money and the rest of us don't. How do people this foolish even get the money in the first place? For the record, if I had $30 million, even with a prenup, I still would offer to pay my husband's student debt as a wedding gift. Meanest Goose says, dude, I was expecting to be on your side, but then it turns out all she wanted was an, an ear to vent to or a shoulder to cry on. She didn't ask you for a dime. You should never have signed a prenup if it angered you so much you'd be this salty years later. I would never sign a prenup, so I get why you'd be mad, but then you don't get married. You instead got married and apparently have been carrying a big old ball of resentment around since day one. You're the asshole. It's free to be kind. Landlock Mermaid says, ouch. I mean, if her parents died, would you just say that's rough because they were her parents and not yours? Generally, spouses try to support their spouses even when they're still extraordinarily rich following an investment loss. No offense, but I would think she married you for support, love and friendship since it wasn't for money. You aren't providing that. Financial choices weren't smart, but many of us middle-class folks lose money and still get love and support. And if you're feeling burned by the prenup, I think you signed on for that as one-sided as it is. I guess, and then they crossed out everyone sucks here and put, you're the asshole. And one more from Samel who says, you're the asshole. I'm genuinely baffled by the posts on here that are like, the person who was supposed to be my partner was going through something upsetting and I was casually cruel about it. And now they're upset and why is this my problem? your problem because she's your wife expecting some kind of empathy from you Note that she wasn't even asking you to somehow cover the losses just for not to be a total dick about the fact that she's lost money isn't a wildly unreasonable expectation from a spouse now i'm gonna turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation there were some not the assholes you're the assholes and everyone sucks here on this particular post let me know your thoughts down in the comments below now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love support and time always means the absolute world to me so thank you once again and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Yum, yum, yum. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 